Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Magandang hapon po, mga kapatid. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, parang maganda ka kapag tanghali. Praise God. God is good. Welcome to church. Welcome to Jesus Alive Community. If you are here for the first time, we'd like to personally acknowledge you and welcome you to church. Amen. Thank you for uh, taking time to, uh, you know, praise the Lord and listen to the Word of God. I believe that God is smiling at us. Amen. And uh, na tutuwang Panginoon that we uh, honor Him first place. Amen. This particular day. Nakanda na ba kayo mga kapatid? Amen. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Kamusta ka naman? Sabihin mo sa kanya. Wala namang bagyo, but parang nasalanta ka? Sabi mo sa kanya. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. If uh, you are here for the first time, once again, I would like to uh, personally acknowledge you and welcome you sa, sa church. We hope na maramdaman ninyo o naramdaman ninyo ang presensya ng Panginoon and we, we hope that you will feel the love of Christ through each and every one of us sa pamagitan ng ating pagtanggap, sa pamagitan ng presensya ng bawat isa. I uh, would like to take this opportunity as well to welcome our friends, extended family online. For those who are watching us, maraming salamat po. Uh, for taking time to listen to the Word of God. Amen? God is good. Amen? Amen. Uh, we are so blessed and privileged, mga kapatid, sapagat ito po ang ating fifth and final week yes. ng ating series called Warfare. Amen? And in this series, we're talking about spiritual warfare. Amen? For the past four weeks, binugbog tayo <laughs> ng uh, mensahe about how to win over this spiritual war that we are in. Lahat ng tao, lahat ng kresyano is in the war. Lahat ng kresyano, all of you, we are in the battle. Amen? And life itself, as I said last week, is a battle. Kamusta ho ang laban nyo so far? Amen? Mukhang talunan kayo eh. Sa, sa ano nyo, sa respond nyo ngayon. Amen? For the past uh, four weeks, blines tayo ng Panginoon. Pero tulad nga ng inawit natin kanina, I believe, we believe that the best is yet to come. Lalagyan ng Diyos ng exclamation point Amen. Ang araw na ito, ang lahat ng ating natutunan for the past four weeks. Pero don't get lost. If you were not able to attend those four weeks, I still uh, believe with all my heart na mag-iintindihan nyo pa rin. Amen. At magre-reveal pa rin ang Panginoon sa inyo sa mensaheng ito. Are you ready? Sa salita ng ating Panginoon Diyos. I want to talk to you about on this subject, break free. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, break free. How many among you believe, mga kapatid, that you will break free from sin? You will break free from guilt, from shame, from condemnation. Lalabas tayo dito na pinalaya ng ating Panginoong Yesus. Pinalaya ng ating Diyos. Sabi ho ng James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. Sabi dito, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. If you've been attending our home Bible study, mga kapatid, ito isa sa mga text na pinag-aaralan natin all throughout the week. Sapagkat tulad ng uh, sinabi rito ni James, kapag kayo'y dumaranas ng mga pagsubok, count it all joy. Now, tayo kapag may problema, hindi tayo masaya kapag tayo may problema. Hindi po tayo nagpapakain kapag tayo may pagsubok. Sino rito nang lilibre pa pag may pagsubok? Pray, libre kita ngayon. Punta tayong Jollibee, bakit? May pagsubok ako eh. Well, usually, hindi natin yung ginagawa. Usually, kapag tayo may pagsubok sa buhay, nalulugmok tayo, nalulungkot tayo, or even worse, sometimes, Nadidepress tayo. Pero James is giving us a different perspective. Sabi niya, if you are experiencing trials and sorrow, count it all joy. 
maging maligaya kayo at maging masaya kayo, eh anong reason? Kasi sa amin ng verse 3, for we know that this testing of faith produces patience. Now, ang patience sa Greek, ang ibig sabihin niyan, steadfastness. Sa ibang translation, yan din ang binabanggit. Steadfastness, ibig sabihin, you became rooted. Because of these trials, because of these difficulties, natututo tayo mas maging malalim ang ugat natin, lalo na ang ating pananampalataya, kapag ang ating faith ay tinitest ng iba't ibang mga pagsubok ng ating buhay. I don't know about you, pero kapag medyo mature ka na at medyo matanda ka na, probably within my age bracket, mga 20 plus, Na-realize ko mga kapatid that in life, hindi mo na kailangang hanapin ang problema. Problema hahanap sa'yo. In life, you don't have to look for the storm. The storm will look and will find its way to you. Kumbaga, kumbaga parang video. He find ways. Ang problema, he will find its way para tayo ay i-discourage. Actually, wala kang dapat gawin. Ang kailangan mo lang gawin, mabuhay ka lang and the storm will find its way to you. Uh, kaya minsan kapag may pagsubok tayo, uh, meron tayong mga difficulties, may mga may mga struggle sa buhay natin, maybe you have a problem with your marriage, pwedeng you have a problem with your coworker who is difficult to work with, maybe ang boss na mahirap pakisamahan, maybe you have financial instability, or just some general difficulties in life. Alam niyo ba, minsan ginagamit ni Satanas ang mga bagay na ito to deceive us into thinking, mga kapatid, at para i-discourage tayo sa ating pananampalataya, Kasi si Satan, ayaw po niyang napapalapit ka sa Diyos. Gusto ni Satan na mapalayo ka sa Diyos. The demons and Satan will never, never bring you closer to God. He will never do that. What he wants you to do is to be discouraged, to deceive your minds, to deceive your thinking, para isipin mo na galit ang Diyos sa'yo, para lumayo ka sa Diyos, na isipin mo hindi ka tanggap ng Diyos, na isipin mo na hindi ka approve ng Diyos, na isipin mo na sa gitna ng pagsubok hindi ka pinapansin ng Diyos, that God is silent when you need Him the most, that God is not participating kapag may mga gusto kang mangyari sa iyong buhay. He will, he will make you believe, mga kapatid, na ang ating Diyos ay hindi nagmamalasakit sa atin sa gitna ng mga pagsubok. He's trying to discourage you and He's trying to discourage your faith Kasi mas lalo kang lumalapit kay Lord, mas lalo ding tumitindi ang pagsubok at ang atake ni Satan sa iyong buhay. Napansin niyo ba mga kapatid, nung nagsimula kayo mag-commit sa Diyos, nagsimula na rin naging busy ang inyong schedule? Praise God. Nung nagsilabi nyo, ah, pastor, simula ngayon. Dahil sa narinig ko mensahe, parang gusto ko na umaten every Sunday. Hindi na ako absent ever. And then, all of a sudden, pagdating ng Monday, sabi ng boss mo, magkakaparoon tayo ng shift sa schedule, ha? may Sunday ka na ngayon. I don't know if you notice that, but, but, but I don't take that lightly. I believe that some of these things are just testings and some of these things are attack ng ating kaaway just to prove, just to test. Is your commitment really real or true? Kasi minsan mga kapatid, hindi natin na-appreciate yung mga bagay nito sapagkat si Satan, hindi natin nakikita. Satan is an invisible enemy. Kumbaga parang puppet ba? Sa puppet, nakikita mo lang yung actions ng puppet pero hindi mo alam yung nagko-control sa puppet. And kapag hindi ka wise, iisipin mo na yung kalaban mo at ang nag-e-entertain sa'yo yung puppet. But actually, hindi yung puppet ang nag-e-entertain sa'yo, yung nagko-control sa puppet. At magaling si Satan sa ganyan. Magaling siya maging invisible para maisip mo na yung kalaban mo, yung biyanan mo. Magaling siya maging invisible para ma-imagine mo at makita mo na yung kalaban is your financial struggle and your financial instability. Kaya very, very important mga kapatid na bawat isang krisyano, we should outsmart the devil. I hate to say this, but Satan is smart. So are you. 
But you are smarter. So as a Christian, we need to outsmart the devil. Paano natin siya i-outsmart? Paano natin siya i-outlast? Kapag alam natin yung kanyang devices, kapag alam natin yung kanyang tactics, yung kanyang schemes, ano yung salitang scheme, o yung uh, scheme, ibig sabihin niyan, is a secret plan. Parang pinagpaplanuhan ka. Ano mga kapatid, meron ho ba kayong kakilala sa buhay ninyo na nagkamali sa inyo, nagkasala sa inyo by accident? Hindi niya talaga sinasadya. Di ba parang mas madaling patawarin kasi alam mo rin naman hindi niya sinasadya. Pero kapag nabalitaan mo na pinagpaplanuhan ka pagbagsakin, nagtatayo siya ng kingdom at organization para pabagsakin ka? Apa parang mahirap yata patawarin kasi alam mo pinagpaplanuhan ka. And you know what? Satan is not attacking you by mistake. He is planning and plotting things against you. He's trying to destroy your family. He's trying to destroy your faith. He's trying to destroy your faith, yung, yung, yung relationship mo sa ating Panginoon Diyos. Because he's trying na, na sirain ang pananampalataya mo. Gusto ka niyang sirain. Or even worse, he wants to kill you. He wants to discourage you with your faith. And that's not a good news, Pastor. Yes, that's not a good news. Kasi si Satan is scheming against you. Pinagpaplanuhan ka ng ating kaaway. And you know what? Uh, since the very start of this series, napatunayan natin is Satan is first attacking our mind. The battleground is in the mind. Ang boxing ring, mga kapatid, nasa isip. Alam niyo ba, mga kapatid, that our life responds to our mind? Not the other way around. Think about that. Our life responds to our mind, not the other way around. Hindi isip ang magre-response sa buhay. Yung buhay mo ang magre-response sa isip mo. Ibig sabihin, kung ang laging isip mo ay negative, asahan mo na ang magiging buhay mo negative. Because your, where, your, where your mind goes, your life goes. Kung saan pumupunta ang isip mo, dun pumupunta ang buhay mo. Kung ang lagi nasa isip mo, pangit ako. Kung lagi nasa isip mo, wala akong silbi. Hindi ako na-appreciate. Wala akong halaga. Uh, hindi ako tanggap ng Diyos. Walang pagmamahal ang Diyos sa akin. Kung yan ang laging nasa isip natin, mga kapatid, guess what? Ang magiging takbo ng buhay natin ay ganun din. No wonder you're always insecure. No wonder ang, na, mahiya, masyado ka mahihain. Because you think that people don't appreciate you. That people don't love you anymore. Hindi yung thinking ang sumusunod sa buhay. Yung buhay natin, kapatid, ang sumusunod sa ating thinking. At alam ni Satan yun. Kaya ang ginagawa ni Satan, dinidemolish niya yung mindset mo. Because Satan knows that if he can demolish your mind, he can demolish your life. Amen? Ang gagawin ni Satan, ididemolish niya yung ating mindset, pag-iisip, na ang Diyos ay mabait sa atin. He will put lies into your mind and say, hindi mabait ang Diyos. Hindi siya nakikinig sa'yo. Hindi kanya mahal. Maglalagay siya ng pawang kasinungalingan sa ating isip kasi alam ni Satan, kapag na-demolish niya ang ating isipan, madedemolish niya ang ating buong buhay. That's why it's important, mga kapatid, na tayo ay maging maingat na huwag tayong madaya ng ating kaaway. Because Satan will always tempt you and deceive you. You know what? Speaking of deception, what makes deception scary? Alam niyo ang pandaraya nakakatakot. The thing about deception is that deception is not deception when you know it. Deception is only deception because you don't know it. Kaya nakakatakot ang deception is that lahat ng tao sa paligid mo, kasama pamilya mo, ka-office mate mo, kasama mo sa church, alam na alam nila na isang hakbang na lang babagsak ka na, pero ikaw na lang hindi nakakaalam. 
That's why it's so scary. Alam lang lahat sa opisina nyo, mayabang ka, ikaw na lang hindi. Right? Because you are deceived. Tignan mo ngayon katabi mo, mukhang dadaya ka sa bingo ah. Amen? You are deceived. Deception is scary. You know why? Because sa deception, lahat ng tao mali. They are always wrong. But you are always right. Okay. Let me put it this way. Meron mo ba kayong ka-office mate, kakilala, na nagpapa-counsel sa inyo? Di ba pag nalamang kristyano ka kasi, uy, pwede mo pahingi ng advice? Minsan yes, gusto ko sabihin, hindi porke kristyano, counselor na. <laughs> Minsan kasi di ba, pag nalaman nilang kristyano ka, alam nila parang may, may wisdom ka from the Lord. Eh. And we appreciate that. No? Hindi natin sila tinatabot. Pero for so many, so many people na nagpapa-counsel sa akin, I believe sa inyo rin, hindi ko alam kung nararanasan ninyo ito na minsan may mga magpapa-advise sa inyo. Halimbawa, alam mo friend, gusto ko magpa-advise tayo tungkol sa love life ko eh. Kasi recently may nakilala akong guy. So cute. Parang angel. Acute. So, so cute. <laughs> so cute. Gusto ko pa-advise kasi alam mo, sobrang saya ako pagkasama ko siya. Pag tinitext niya ako, emoticon, tuldok palang text niya, kinikilabutan na ako, sobra. Ang tindi, feeling ko, feeling ko, kahit 10 days pa lang kami nagkakilala, siya na God's best ko. Siya na talaga. Feeling ko talaga siya na binigay sa akin ng ating Panginoon Diyos. Hindi ko alam kung nararanasan nyo to na may nagkukwento sa inyo, sobrang saya nila, pero ikaw, pinipilit mo lang umiti kasi kaibigan mo siya. Pero actually, may nararamdaman kang mali, pero masaya siya. Alam mo may mali, something is off. Pero pag kinukwento niya, ang sa ibig sabihin, deceive siya eh. Hindi niya nakikita yung nakikita ng iba Friends, halika sa business. May bago kaming business. Alam mo, may nag-recruit sa akin business ganito. Mag-i-invest lang daw kami ng 10,000. Magiging 4 million. Sama ka, sama ka, sama ka. Ikaw din, friends. Sama ka, sama ka. Habang kinukwento niya yun sa'yo, parang interesado ka naman sa business pero iniisip mo, something is off here. This is too good to be true. Pero siya, pag nagkukwento siya, parang convinced na convinced siya. Kasi nga, deceived. No wonder ang sabi ng Bible sa atin, Proverbs 3.5, Trust the Lord with all your heart. Amen? And then, and then, lean not on your own. Kasi pag deceive ka kapatid, tapos ang pinagkatiwalaan mo pa yung own understanding, lalo ka malulog mo. So question, do you want to get out of deception? I believe so. Alam mo, the, the, the thing is, if you want to get out of deception, you need to seek wisdom outside yourself. Because if you find wisdom outside yourself, No wonder kapag ka, ikaw ay deceive, pinapagalitan ka ng parents mo, yung parents mo pa masama. Pag pinapagalitan ka ng parents mo, wala naman akong ginagawang masama. Sabi ng nanay mo, akala mo lang wala. Pero meron. Kasi may nakikita sila because their wisdom is outside yours. May nakikita sila na hindi mo nakikita. Because Satan is attacking your mindset into thinking na tama, kahit hindi tama. Sa panahon ngayon, mga kapatid, kailangan natin mag-ingat kasi hindi na po ito issue ng tama at mali. Ang issue na ngayon, tama at mukhang tama. Kasi ang mali ngayon, pinagbumukhang tama at ang tama, pinagbumukhang mali. That's why deception is so scary. Kaya kailangan, mga kapatid, if you want to get out of deception, don't trust your own wisdom. Don't trust your own understanding. We have our weapon, the Word of our God. The Word of our God is our guide. It wakes you up. Amen. If you want to get out of your of that deception, ask, seek for wisdom outside your wisdom. 
Uh, seek for counsel sa iyong mga Christian friends, sa iyong pastor, sa iyong leader, sa iyong link-up group leader, sa iyong parents because they see some because they see something that you don't. Only if you want to get out of deception. Amen? Amen? And even better, you seek the word of God. Trust the Lord. Sabi mo sa katabi mo gising. Gising ka kapatid. Amen. Gumising tayo. Kasi dinadaya tayo ng ating kaaway. Amen. Amen. As I've said over and over and over again, Satan cannot dominate your life without your consent. Satan cannot dominate your life without your permission. See, in other words, kung hindi ako kayang i-dominate ni Satan nang wala akong permission, ibig sabihin may choice ako. Kung papayaga ko ba siya pumasok sa aking puso o hindi. Ibig sabihin, ang outcome ng ating warfare na ito ay nakadepende sa ating choice. If you want to win this war, ano sabi ni Ephesians 6? Resist the devil. What we actually do, instead of resisting the devil, we assist the devil. <laughs> Imbis na i-resist natin ang kaaway, ina-assist pa natin. Pa- pa- paano? Tapos nagpe-pray tayo ng deliverance. Nagpe-pray tayo ng deliverance pero yung halimaw, pinapakain natin. Come on. Nagsisik tayo ng freedom, nagsisik tayo na mag-break free tayo, pero yung sariling halimaw, tayo pa nagpapakain. Yung own addiction natin, tayo pa nagpipid. Alam mo, nang alcoholic ka, tumabi ka pa sa alak. Kastor, kaya ko to. Binago na ako ng Panginoon. And after one hour, lasing ka na. You don't trust your own understanding. You don't trust your own flesh. You, you know you have problem with lust. Alam mo na, may problema ka sa lust. Tapos nag-iisa ka pa sa computer. Sa cellphone mag-isa. You're putting yourself in danger. The secret of victory, mga kapatid, or life of victory, is not getting as close as you can to Satan, but actually getting as far as you can to him. Watch out, mga kapatid. Satan will always attack your mind. Now the question is this, will you resist him or will you assist him? Don't give him that power. Don't feed the devil. Resist him. I'm so, uh, this day, I'm so glad that you are in church. So happy ako. I can sense in my spirit that this might be a record-breaking attendance this day. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm positive. <laughs> Kahit 457. <laughs> 456 kasi latest. Eh. 457. Anyway, uh, I'm so glad that you are in church. And uh, I pray that you come to church as regular as possible, as often as you can. Not just when you feel like it. I hope na pumupunta kayo sa church, hindi lang pagpakiramdam ninyo o feeling ninyo, gusto niyo pumunta sa church. No, no judgment here, no condemnation. But I think, I think, kung papairalin natin ang feelings natin, maraming wala ngayon dito. Marami kanina tinatamad pumunta sa church. Pero are you grateful that you are here? You choose to be here. Amen. Amen? And this is a good choice. Thank God you choose the right thing. Sabi ng Deuteronomy, either you choose life or death. Either you choose blessing. Kasi pag pinili mo ang life, you choose blessing. Kapag pinili mo ang death, you choose curses. And thank God you choose the right thing. You come to church. Amen. 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 You come here. Ano yung mga kapatid, marami akong kristyanong kilala. Iba to kasi kayo, perfecto kayo. Hindi kayo nagkakamali. Wala kayong pagkukulang in all of that. May mga kilala akong Kristiyano, mga kapatid, they love to share the gospel before. 
They love to be a witness of Jesus Christ before. They want to join home Bible studies before. They want to join link-up groups before. They, always, they are always excited to come to church on time before. And then, this, this particular week, I was asking myself, Lord, bakit nga ba minsan parang tinatamad kami pumunta sa mga small group? Bakit nga ba minsan, Lord, parang tinatamad kami pumunta ng home Bible study? You know what God impressed to me? Na kaya tayo minsan tinatamad to go to home Bible study kasi pinipigilan tayo ni Satan. Because you know what? Again, because demons will never get you closer to God. They will never bring you closer to God. So hanggat kaya kanyang pigilan, pipigilan kanya. Do you agree? So, so, minsan tinatamad ka mag-home Bible study. Sabi ko, Lord, ba't nga ba tinatamad ang tao mag-home Bible study? Alam kasi ni Satan, listen to me, alam kasi ni Satan, nakapag-active ka sa home Bible study at active ka sa link-up groups, mahihirapan kang mag-backslide. Kasi bago ka pa mag-decision mag-backslide, andyan na yung link-up group mo to say, Hey, we are here. We are here to help. Amen? And Satan will try to put lies into your, uh, into your mind and say, hindi mahalaga yung mga small group na yan. Hindi mahalaga yung mga home Bible study na yan. Paksay lang yan sa oras mo. Pero no, that is all lies. Hindi lisa ha? Hindi lisa. Kasinungalingan. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, nagsisinungaling sa'yo ang kaaway. Amen? Huwag ka magpapadaya. Huwag tayo magpapadaya. Pag gusto mo mag-serve, pipigilan ka ni Satan mag-serve. Kasi alam ni Satan na kapag nag-serve ka, you will feel a satisfaction that you've never felt before. Kaya pipigilan ka niya. Kapag ka masyado kang bata, sasabihin niya sa'yo, huwag ka na maglingkod, masyado ka pang bata, you're too young. Pag namamatanda ka na, huwag ka na maglingkod, you're too old. Eh, siya na lalagay. You're too young. Pipigilan ka niya mag-serve. Minsan naman dadayain tayo ni Satan, sasabihin sa atin, nako, wala nang space sa church, wala na silang lugar for you, masyado na maraming volunteers sa church nyo, huwag ka na mag-serve. Satan will deceive us into thinking na ang pagsisilbi kay Lord ay sa church lang. But no, my friend, you can serve God even outside the four walls of this church. You don't need the microphone to have a ministry. Do you agree? Now, I say this humbly. I've been serving the Lord for many years. Unnoticed. But by the grace of God, He has entrusted me with this microphone and this platform. I'm not bragging. I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point, mga kapatid, na ang ministry hindi kailangang laging nasa church. Kung parents ka o parent ka, all you have to do sometimes is just sit down kapag kumakain ng iyong anak, payuhan sila, and that already is a ministry. All of these things are deceptions. Huwag kayong papayag, kapatid, na dinadaya tayo ni Satan into thinking na walang silbi ang lahat ng ating ginagawa. Sa mata ng iba, wala. Sasabihin nila sa'yo, oh, sinasayang mo yung day off mo. Sunday ka na nga ng day off, pupunta ka pa sa church. Sabihin mo, gusto mo mamalaman ko bakit? Sama nga sa akin. Because Satan will always deceive you. People will never appreciate kung ba't pakanta-kanta ka pa. People will never appreciate kung bakit mo inuubos ang time mo sa church because they, they will never understand because they are not here in the first place. Try to invite them and they will understand. Amen? Because we need a choice. Are we resisting the devil or assisting him? Are we feeding him or not? Are we getting closer to God o hindi? Kasi kapag gusto mong mapalapit sa Diyos, kailangan palayo ka ng palayo sa kahaway. 
Kasi hindi pwedeng lumalapit ka sa kaaway, sasama mo si Lord, hindi sasama si Lord dyan. Amen? We have to make a choice. Alam sabi ng Matthew 6, you cannot serve two masters. No one. No one can serve two masters. We have a choice to make. Pasanin niyo mga kapatid, this is not a command. This is not a command. This is a statement. Kasi kung command yan, ang sinabi niya, you should. You should not serve two masters. But no. Hindi sinabi sa ating, you should not serve two masters. Sabi, no one. It is a statement. Impossible. Nadalawa ang Diyos mo. Bakit? Ganito kasi yan. May mga tao kasi, hindi kayo to kasi, perfecto nga po kayo, di ba? <laughs> May mga tao po kasi akong kilala na Christian, gusto nila mag-serve kay Lord. Pero ayoko iwanan yung, sarap din kasi magkasala pa minsan-minsan eh. Pero pag Sunday, naku si Lord, tinatawag na naman ako, 4.30 p.m. service, pinakamagandang service pa naman sa lahat yun. So, gusto ko mating kay Lord, gusto ko mapalapit sa Kanya eh. Kaso, Ayoko na maiwanan tong mga bisyo-bisyo ko. Alam mo, itsura mo pag ganyan, nakaganto ka. Ang sagwa, di ba? Ganito tayo, kapatid. Kapag di tayo, ang tawag ko dito, sigurista. Pero hindi sigurado. Sigurista ka, gusto mong nakay Lord ng konti, gusto mong nasa kasalanan ng konti, gusto mong nakay Lord ng konti, gusto mong nakay Satan ng konti. It doesn't work that way. Hindi pwedeng sigurista ka lang. Dapat sigurado ka kasi ang sabi ng Bible, no one can serve two masters. Why? Why? Because for you will hate one, hindi natin alam kung sino, and you will love the other. Or nilephrase niya, if you, you will be devoted to one or despise the other. You cannot serve these two. In other words, kung paraphrase ko to parang ganito, either you will give in to God and give up the devil or the other way around. Isa lang ang pwede ka mag-give in. You isa ikailang mo i-give up. You can never serve two masters. Now the question is this, what is your choice? If you really want to win this war, we need to make a choice. Ang context actually rito is tungkol sa money kasi sabi ng last part, you cannot serve both God and money. <laughs> which, which some interpret it na masamang maging mayaman. No, hindi masamang maging mayaman. Hindi galit ang Diyos sa kayamanan kasi ang Diyos mayaman. So galit siya sa sarili niya, ganun. No, he will not. Yung gintong hinuhukay natin dito, nilalakaran sa langit. He's so rich. God is, not having, God, is not against, God is not against you having a possession. God is against the possessions having us. Because we cannot serve two masters. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, anong choice mo? Sino ang choice mo? Amen? And if we choose the wrong thing, hatakin po tayo niyan pailalim sa malalim na hukay. And next thing you know, you're addicted to something. Lahat po tayo, mga kapatid, is addicted to many, many forms. All of us may kanya-kanyang forms of addiction. And one thing I realize is that lahat ng addiction nagsisimula sa I want na eventually naging I need. Dati you want this, you want this, you want this, pero nung naging addict ka na, now you need this. Kaya minsan, pag nanakaw ka na for your addiction, Minsan, lolokohin mo na yung magulang mo for your addiction. Minsan, lolokohin mo na yung asawa mo for your addiction because now yung dating want naging need because addict ka na eh. Tanongin mo nga katabi mo, addict ka ba? <laughs> Joke lang. Or even worse, or even worse, sometimes yung addiction, na, na minsan nagiging oppression na rin, or even worse, to some extent, minsan nagiging possession. Now, the question is this, gusto ba nating lumaya? 
Gusto man natin to break free. Ang ating buhay, hindi lagi tayong defeated Christian. Kundi gusto natin maging victorious, mga kapatid. What is the secret? Ano mga kapatid, I remember, sa Mark chapter 5, there is a story kung saan may isang lalaki na inaalihan ng demonyo. At uh, sa Mark chapter 5, sabi doon, nung tinanong ni Jesus kung sino ka, ang sabi, ni, ang sabi nung, nung demon possess, we are legions. Do you remember the story? Ang legion is a military term, which ibig sabihin is 6,000 soldiers. So I think it's safe to say na merong 6,000 demons inside his body. Possess siya ng 6,000 demons. Grabe, dami, pastor ah. Mas marami ka pa nga dyan minsan sa 6,000. Joke. <laughs> Amen? 6,000 demons in one body. Possess siya. At sabi ng Bible, ang description sa kanya, nakatira siya sa cementerio, nakahubad siya, at sinusugatan niya ang kanyang sarili. Because he was possessed. Pero very interesting ang nangyari sa Mark 5. Nung dumating si Jesus. I don't know, for some reason, nung binabasa ko to, naintrig ako eh. Kasi ang sabi ng Bible, pagdating ni Jesus sa island, yung possessed, he ran to God. He, hindi sinabi he ran away from God. Ang sabi, he ran, tumakbo siya, palapit kay Jesus. Teka lang, possessed to ah. Right? Possessed siya eh. Nang, de- nang, devil, nang devil. Pasensya na kayo. Aklan tatay ko, nanay ko late Pag pinagsama mo yung devil. <laughs> possessed siya ng devil ah. Possessed to ng demonyo. Pero nung lumapit si Jesus, tumakbo siya palapit kay Kristo. Ang sabi ng Bible, he ran to Jesus and worshipped him. Come on. Possessed pero nag-worship kay Jesus. Which made me realize one thing. Kahit gano'n tayo kapossessed, O kahit gano'n tayo ka-oppressed, there is something in our hearts, there's something in us that will recognize Jesus. There is something, kahit gano'n kaliit yun, mga kapatid, yung natitirang hindi pa na-overcome ng kaaway sa buhay mo, marirecognize niya yung Creator kapag nakita niya. Marirecognize niya si Jesus kapag na-encounter niya. Kaya mga kapatid, ako naniniwala, kahit gano'n tayo ka-possessed, kahit gano'n tayo ka-oppressed, kahit gano'n tayo ka-worried, ka-depressed, when you encounter Jesus, there is something in you that will recognize that presence. And you will bow down to Him and worship Him because you know that you are just a creation. And He is our Creator. Amen. Alam mo, kahit 99%, if I may say this, kahit 99% na tayong possessed at may 1% na lang natitira, that 1% will recognize our Creator. That's how powerful the name of Jesus is. He can break every chains, break every addiction, break every anxiety, break every depression, and break every possession. Do you believe that to happen in your life, mga kapatid? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God wants to set you free. We can be, we can break free. We can break free from our possession, from our oppression. Even yung heaviness, sometimes, ewan ko nararanasan nyo that sometimes pag gising nyo pa lang, there is heaviness. Wala, wala pang ginagawa, pero para ang bigat-bigat ng iyong pakiramdam. Wala kang problema, pero ang bigat. I believe that some, minsan, kina, dahil sa kinain mo lang yan kagabi, pero minsan, yan din ay minsan oppression. Because Satan is so aggressive. He's trying to attack your mind. He's trying to attack your sanity. Gusto niya mabaliw ka. Gusto niya patayin ka. Don't let Satan, don't give Satan that power. <laughs> you have a power that is greater than the power of your enemy. You have Jesus. Ang sabi ng Bible, greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. Kaya ang advice sa atin dito sa series na ito is that we take, we, we put on the whole armor of God. Let's look, let's read that again. Sabi dito, Noah, uh, uh, Ephesians 6. Sabi dito, therefore, put, put on the 
full, uh, not, not, hindi sinabing partial, hindi sinabing dalawa lang, hindi sinabing tatlo lang, kailangan full battle gear. Full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done anything, everything rather, to stand. Next, stand firm then with a belt of truth. Summary sa ating natin, no? lahat ng mga, we, ng mga armor na ito is number one, is a belt of truth. Number two, is the breastplate of righteousness. In place. You put this in place. At magiging in place lang ang righteousness with the right belt, with the right truth, with the right revelation of God's word. And then verse 15, ang sabi doon, and having shod your feet with preparation of the gospel of peace. Ito hindi pa natin na pag-aaralan. Actually, ang, ang, ang next na piece ng armor is yung shoes. Kaya sabi rito, shod your feet. Ibig sabihin, bind your feet using these sandals, these shoes, which signifies the gospel of peace. In other words, mga kapatid, ang sandalias, ang sapatos, it gives us stability. And it gives us mobility. You can move and you are stable when you have that shoes. And one, one of the most important element of that armor is your shoes. Kasi mga kapatid, kung hindi ka stable, you'll be distracted, you'll be unproductive. And what, what makes us stable? The peace of God. The gospel of the peace. Come on. Palapakan natin ang ating Panginoon dyan. Amen? And next, sabi rito, uh, the gospel of peace, and above all, verse 16, taking the fourth, the fourth element, the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked one. Verse 17. And take the fifth, take the helmet of salvation, and sixth, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. What a weapon. Pero napansin nyo ba, anim lang? Napasin ko kasi six is not the number of God. Seven is His number. He doesn't stop at six. Now understand, technically speaking, talagang anim lang, so to speak, ang piece ng armor. Pero I believe mayroong seventh weapon na hindi natin napapansin. What is that seventh weapon? Keep on reading. What is that seventh weapon? Next. Praying. Always. Amen? So, it's not enough sometimes that you have this helmet, you have this breastplate, you have this belt. You need to pray as well. Why? Because praying enforce, is enforcing the will of God. Praying is enforcing what's God's best for your life. Kapag nananalangin ka, ini-enforce mo lang yung kalooban ng Diyos mangyari sa buhay mo. Hindi yung current situation mo, kapatid, kundi yung gustong mangyari ng Diyos sa ating buhay. We don't manipulate God with our prayers, but through prayer, ini-enforce natin, Lord, alam ko ito, kalooban mo. Kalooban mo kung gumaling. Kalooban mo kung pagpalain, Panginoon. Kalooban mo ma-restore ang aming relationship. Kalooban mo, Panginoon, na magtinu yung anak ko. Kalooban mo, Panginoon, na magtinu yung nanay ko. <laughs> Amen? Lahat ito'y kalooban ng Panginoon. And when we pray, we are enforcing that will. Napasin niyo ba, mga kapatid, kapag kayo ay nananalangin, pumapayapa ang inyong puso pagkatapos. Hindi ko alam sa inyo, based on my experience, every time I pray, gumagaan ang aking pakiramdam. Pero sa totoo lang, hindi naman nare-resolve yung problema minsan kagad. Praying sometimes doesn't automatically resolve the issue. But it will change your mindset and give you peace. When I pray, I found rest in Him. I find peace. Ang tanong, nagpipray ka pa ba kapatid? You find peace. You find rest. Ano ba mga kapatid that peace o yung shoes of peace, the gospel of peace, is a gift from God? Sabi ni John 14, 7, I'm leaving you with a gift. 
Si Jesus, bago siya i-crucify, sabi niya, iniiwanan ko kayo ng regalo. Wow, October pa lang, may regalo na tayo. Praise God. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, tumatanggap na ako ng regalo, ha? ngayon pa lang. Amen? Amen? Sabi ni Jesus, I am leaving you with a gift. Ano yung gift na yun? Peace of mind and heart. What a gift! Alam mo yun, napansin nyo ba lahat ng regalo ng just priceless? Joy. Peace. Amen? Lahat ng yan. Mga, mga regalo ng Panginoon, hindi mo mabibili. Lagi ko nga ito sinasabi mga kapatid at lagi ko uling sasabihin kasi lahat ng pastor paulit-ulit. Kaya natin bilhin ang pinakamahal na kama sa buong mundo. Kaya man natin bilhin ang pinakamalimig na aircon sa buong mundo. Kaya man natin bilhin ang pinakamahal na kortina sa buong divisorya. Kaya man natin bilhin ang pinaka-dim light at pinakamagandang ilaw sa buong mundo. Kaya man natin patugtugin ang pinakamagandang soothing, relaxing music. Yung pag natutulog kayo, mga music mo, zing, 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 zing. Parang naiihi. Kaya mo bang bilhin ang lahat ng yan? Diyos pa rin ang kayang magbigay ng pinakamasarap na tulog. Amen? Why? Because He's leaving us with a gift. Now, I asked myself the past few days, is it right to ask God for peace? I think it's not wrong to ask God for peace, but I think it's better to walk. Binigay na eh. It's better to walk in peace that Christ already gave, died, bled at the cross for you and I. Why? Kasi yung peace na ito is a gift that the world cannot give. Hindi mo siya mahanap sa spa, hindi mo siya mahanap sa asawa, hindi mo siya mahanap sa anak. Amen? This peace is from the Lord and this peace is the only thing na hindi kayang, ito isa, isa sa mga bagay na hindi kayang pantayan ng mundo. So don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be afraid. Alam mo, dati kinakatakutan ng tao, maoperahan, ma-injection. Ngayon, anong kinakatakutan ng tao? Mawala cellphone. Malobat ang cellphone. Pero regardless, kung ano man ang source ng fear natin, ang sabi ng Lord sa atin, don't be afraid. Don't be troubled because I am giving you my peace. Peace is priceless. Peace is expensive. Sa mundo, napaka-expensive ng peace. Ba't ba tayo bumibili ng kandado? Sino sa inyo, papayag kayo na yung doorknob nyo, sira? Ayaw nyo akong kausapin, hindi ko kayo kausapin. I mean, ba't tayo bumibili ng kandado? Security. But actually, if you think about it, hindi lang security, peace of mind. Ba't ba tayo bumibili pa ng, ba't ba kayo nagbabayad pa ng extra na bayad para sa parking space lang? Peace of mind. Bakit ba pinapatibay natin yung gate natin kahit may pinto naman na tayo? What? Peace of mind. Amen. Hinahanap natin sa mundo yung Diyos na makakapagbigay. I'm not saying na huwag niyo ilak yung pinto. I'm not saying na huwag na tayo magkandado. Pero you know what? For example, yung asawa ko si Jenny, nandito siya. Bukos sa maganda siya, may... may okay. Kinikilig ka na. Sabi mo, mag-asawa ka na kasi. <laughs> Joke lang. Si Jenny, pagkaalis kami niyan, usually, pagkaalis, pag nilak niya yung pinto, hindi katulad ko kasi, pag nilak ko, okay na ako eh. Alam mo si Jenny, pag nilak niya yung pinto, kakalugalugin niya muna yan, tatry niya muna uli. Actually, may bilang ka eh. Ilang bilang? Limang beses. Kailangan lima, hindi apat, hindi anim, lima. O limang beses. Tatry niya. Limang pihit, pipihiti niya. Pag lima na, aalis na siya. Kasi pag di niya yung nagawa, di ko alam kung sakit ba yan. <laughs> kasi pag di niya yung nagawa, 
Habang nasa biyahe kami, sabi niya, nalako ba yung pinto? Nalako ba yung pinto? Naburit ko ba yung plancha? Amen? So, 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 imbis na na-enjoy mo yung moment, amen, nawawalan ka ng peace kasi we want assurance. We want security. And actually, if I may say this, respectfully, we are looking sa mundo, nang, naghahanap tayo ng kapayapaan sa mundo na hindi kayang ibigay ng mundong ito. Ang peace na hinahanap natin ay mahahanap natin saan? Sa ating Panginoong Diyos. Amen. Ano yung mga kapatid, alam yata ni Satan na ito, topic ko ngayon eh. Kaya ayoko nagtatopic ng mga ganito eh. Kasi ako unang inaatake. Ano yung mga kapatid, dong, I've been, nagdadrive na ho ako ng sasakyan for 10 years already. Sanay na ako mag-drive in short. Alam ko na yung stress ng driving sa Metro Manila. Pero for some reason, etong linggo na to, etong linggo na to, Maril, ang pinaka nakakainis na driving experience ko sa buong buhay ko. I don't know, parang sinasadya ng kahaway na ilagay sa akin yung mga hindi marunong mag-signal, yung mga kumakounterflow, yung mga sila na mali, sila pagalit na mga tao, alam nyo yun? Lahat na nagda-drive, alam nyo to kung gano'ng ka-stressful. Alam mo kung gusto mo talaga makita ang pagkatao mo, mag-drive ka sa Pilipinas. Talaga sinasabi ko sa iyo, yung pagiging kristyano, makakalimutan mo ng konti. Totoo yan. Kahit na nung dinadrive mo, motor, tricycle, bike, May mga pagkakataon this week na gusto ko silang bigyan ng finger. Sabi ko, ba't ano ba iniisip nyo? Okay, sabi ko, okay ka. Galing mo. <laughs> Yun, kayo ko ano iniisip nyo. May mga pagkakataon. Pero alam mo, may tinuturo lang pala ang Diyos sa akin. And I wanted to share to you because I believe I will remember this for the rest of my life. Alam mo, tinuro sa akin ng Lord, a minute of patience will give you years of peace. Kung pinatulan ko isa man doon sa mga at lumabas ako, ikaw na yung kumounterplo, ikaw pa galit. Tapos may nakabidyo, nakapagbidyo sa akin. Isang pastor, nag-road rage. In-upload sa Facebook, naging viral, pinagkaguluhan tayo ng mga TV Patrol, CNN. Obviously, yung, yung peace ko for years. Wala na. I can't sleep anymore. I can sleep well. Bakit? I was, uh, I'm thinking kung sana naging pasensyoso lang ako for one minute, maging payapa ako sa loob ng isang taon or for years to come. And that is a wisdom for all of us. Sometimes, kailangan mo lang tiisin ng one minute. And that will give you years of peace. Kunti tiis lang. Gusto mo ng kapayapaan? Matuto po tayo magtiis. Sabi mo, sabi mo sa katabi mo, tiisin mo rin ako kahit paminsan-minsan lang. Lalo kung asawa mo yan, sabi mo, tiisin mo ako. Ano, bakit? Kasi itong peace na ito, mga kapatid, na ino-offer ng ating Panginoon sa atin, is beyond our wisdom. Ano sabi ng Philippians 4.7? Philippians 4.7. Philippians 4.7. Ang sabi rito, and the peace of God. How many among you wants the peace of God? And the peace of God, which what? Which transcends all our understanding, all our wisdom. It transcends all our understanding. will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ. Lahat tayo kapatid gusto natin yung peace na yan. Lahat po tayo, I believe, gusto natin makamtan yung peace na ito na ating hinahangad. Pero I want to show you Romans 5 verse 1. Look at this. Sabi ng Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, Ano yung ibig sabihin ng justified? 
justification is a judicial term. Nang ibig sabihin, pinawalang sala. What a news. What a good news. Na dahil, sa, dahil kay Kristo, ikaw at ako ay pinawalang sala ng Diyos. You have been justified by faith. Yung martilyo ng judge nung binagsak, boom! Ang sabi ng Lord, not guilty. Amen? He justified you because of our faith and because of that justification, because of that love, because of that grace. Now, you have to understand, God is not hard to love. He is perfect. We are hard to love. We are not perfect. We are undeserving. And yet, Christ died for each and every one of us. Christ gave His life for each and every one of us. Sa mga undeserving, sa mga hindi karapat-dapat, sa mga hindi perfectong katulad mo po at katulad ko, Christ died for you and I. Anong purpose? So that we could have the peace with, not, not off, not off, peace with God. In other words, you are not, God and you are not enemy. You're not an enemy. God is not your enemy anymore. And you are not God's enemy anymore. Amen. You are at peace with each other. Napasin yun ba mga kapatid, pag galit kayo ng asawa mo, galit kayo ng kaibigan nyo, you are unproductive. <laughs> kahit gusto mo mag-CR, di ka maka-CR, kahit ingi-ingi ka na, kasi nandun yung asawa mo. Right? Pero when you are at peace with your neighbor, you are at peace with your wife, and when you know, and you have that revelation that you are now at peace with God, that peace with God brings the peace of God. Knowing that you are forgiven, knowing that you are loved, knowing that you are redeemed, will bring forth what? Will bring forth the peace of God in your life. Because of Jesus Christ, we have now the chance, mga kapatid, to decide kung anong gusto natin mangyari sa ating buhay. Ano mga kapatid, para sa mga hindi kresyano, ito na ang pinaka-best nila, yung earth. But for us as a Christian, this is probably the worst that we can see because of the heaven that God has for all of us. How did that happen? How did that happen? Because we are undeserving. We know that God that we, we God knows na hindi natin kayang umakyat sa langit. Kaya Dios na mismo ang bumaba para sa atin. We are not saved because we came to God. We are saved because God came to us. And because of that action, because of that love, because he stretched his arms on the cross and said, "It is finished. You have been forgiven. You have been justified by faith." And now since we are now at peace with each other, receive now the peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace that transcends all your wisdom and all your understanding that only me can give to you. Receive the peace. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, five people, you receive the peace. Receive the peace. God wants to deliver you from guilt. God wants to deliver you from shame. God wants to deliver you from, from condemnation. Romans 8.1, there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. How did that happen? How did that happen? Because Christ, the darling of heaven, was crucified for you and for me so that we could realize, mga kapatid, you are not defeated. You are not a slave anymore. You are a warrior. You are a champion. You are a winner. And you have to exercise your dominion. You are a soldier. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you are a soldier. You are a winner. You are a champion. Amen. And in the midst, and even though we are living in sin, living in immorality, maybe living in adultery, maybe we are addicted to pornography, addicted to shopping, addicted to overeating, addicted to work. 
Or maybe we have guilt, we have shame, we have condemnation. Or maybe we are, we are struggling with anxiety. Maybe we are struggling with depression. Maybe we are struggling with, with worries and difficulties in life. I have a word for you. You can be set free. God can set you free. God can set you free. Parang walang gustong lumaya dito sa 4.30 p.m. service. But I believe, mga kapatid, that God wants to set you free. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you can be set free. God can set you free. Amen. All you have to do is add the super to your natural so that you can experience the supernatural power of God. Satan is trying to destroy you, but God is trying to, God is willing to restore you. All we have to do is believe in Him. And God is saying to each one of you, come, 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 come. I love you for who you are. Come home. Come home. Come home. You have been justified. You've been freed. You have been forgiven. And that never happened because the cross happened. Receive that peace. Receive that forgiveness. Receive that love. Let's bow our heads. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love and for your grace. You are amazing. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us. Lord, salamat, Panginoon, that even though we are living in sin, we are addicted to, mo- to, to, to a lot of things, maybe addicted to alcohol, to cigarettes, to drugs, to gambling, and maybe we are struggling with so many things. Salamat, Panginoon, that you assured us that we can be set free, that greater is He that is in us, Panginoon, that you want us to be free. You want us to break free, that our God is a good God, and you came to tell us that you loved us just the way, uh, just as we are, Panginoon. That you want us to come home because you are telling us that we have been forgiven. We have been justified, Panginoon. That our sins you don't remember anymore because of your love and your grace. Father, we thank you for your unloving grace, for your unending grace, Panginoon. Salamat, Panginoon. So now we can receive that peace, Lord God, that surpasses all understanding. Lord, we believe, Lord God. We believe in each and every one of us. Lord, the line ko, Panginoon. That all the breakthroughs, all the miracles, Lord God, all these prayer requests, Lord God, that we've been asking for, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, grant us, Lord God, that trust and that peace that only you can give. Father, inaalala ko po, Panginoon, na aking mga kapatid na dumaranas po ng kalungkutan because they feel unloved, they felt unappreciated, Panginoon. Maybe some of them, Panginoon, are trying to end their life and maybe some of them, Lord God, are sad because their loved ones never really appreciate them. Lord, andalahin ko, yakapin mo sila right at this moment, Panginoon. And show them how much you love them. Comfort them, Lord God. And give them the peace that only you can give. I pray for each one of us. We will live free. We will live joyful. We will live at peace. We will live, Lord God, according to what you want for us. Lord, dalangin ko, Panginoon, it's not our desire anymore. Kundi ang dalangin ko yung desire mo para sa amin. Yun po ang gawin namin at yun po ang mangyari sa aming buhay. Lord, salamat, Panginoon, for reminding us once again how much you loved us and how much you care for us. To be all the glory, Lord God. To be all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Everybody say. Everybody say. Everybody say. Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.